the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 510, where real talk is vernacular. There's a, oh, I didn't know that. I was reading her parents adopted like three African children. Is that what it was saying? One was Haitian. Is oh. that what it was? She was just trying to fit in. But she wasn't adopted, was she? Oh, she was born in Montana. You know, I was re- I was trying to read through her bio because honestly, I've just heard you guys talk shit about this woman for the longest time. I've never actually cared enough to know. You, you've heard? No, let's go. Like, she adopted. She she adopted. Yeah, talk shit. Children. What do you, you mean? Oh, so she. <laughs> what? How did I talk to Rachel Dolezal? But Aaron, the question is: Is that who has done more for Black culture? Is it Rachel Dolezal or is it Kim Kardashian? Well, are we counting like how much times you had Black people inside of you? Or <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not gonna I mean, say that's Kim. A, that's a substantial I'm, part. I'm of gonna it. say Kim Kardashian because she was part of Astro's Domina Focus Group. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score 510. Also, check out our TikTok at the High Score 510. And keep an eye out. Black History Month Jeopardy special. We're recording it next week. So it will be out probably in March. <laughs> exactly. But we will celebrate Black History Month the way we know how to do best with a game show that will be educational, but also a little bit funny and perhaps maybe even poignant. Anyway, Aaron's over here reading uh, Antonio Brown tweets. And, uh, shit, dude. Uh, so uh, put up the picture of him and him and and JJ Watt together when they were on Central Michigan for one year when mm-hmm. Watt was still a tight end, and Antonio said played on the same offense together Central Michigan in 07. Antonio Brown said that's before Bro went steroid crazy. Come on, <laughs> throwing his homie under the bus. I guess they were really homies. They only played one season together, right? Because mm-hmm. then he transferred to uh, Wisconsin. Westland. Yeah. Shout out to JJ Watt sponsorship. Also, keep an eye out. We are going to have some new Black History Month swag coming out, probably also in March. <laughs> but if you are interested in potentially getting your hands on a very limited edition High Score 5 0 Black History Month swag <laughs> of some sort, could be a shirt, could be some stickers, could be something else. I don't know. We got a logo. We got a logo being made, Aaron. Black History Month logo. I feel like it's gonna have a. It's gonna be like that vibe. That vibe cover. That famous vibe cover that had um, that had a picture of a uh, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Sugar on it. Except knowing you, if you making the swag, it's gonna have a picture of a. Uh, knowing you, it's probably gonna be um, <laughs> probably gonna be Martin Luther King. Uh, Yasuke, that that black samurai, Antonio Brown, and and Rachel was all on it. 
all wearing black. Man, I just I just hopped in, but I really got to know what this list is. <laughs> it's a list of Jared Swag he making for Black History Month. <laughs> What's up, Phil? Well, I mean, doing? hey, it's good to see you guys, man. How's everything? Doing yeah, good, doing good. Good. We just is this is this the Black History Month podcast? Am I am I a special <laughs> guest? <laughs> this is not the one. This is not the Black History Month Jeopardy special. But if you want to be a part of the audience, oh you can. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll be a part of the audience. I think that's probably for the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can get you some tickets in there right away. But um, yeah, we're talking about. I have um, I've commissioned an artist to draw us up our very own Black History Month logo. And, oh, that's um, dope, actually. Yeah. I really fuck with that. That's, like, really yeah. cool. Yeah, so we're going to get something tight. It might be a little bit offensive, though. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the High Square 510 podcast if it wasn't at least a little. Like, I'm, I'm honestly disappointed that you're even questioning that it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. We're going to see what happens with it. But I, I, I'm optimistic. But it's probably not coming out till March. <laughs> you will not be able to get it and wear it in honor of. You Black History it's Month. Coming, yeah, it's coming out February 29th. But also, Black History Month is every month, so... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, according to Hulu and, uh, you know, like a couple <laughs> other these streaming services. Yeah, I love how they have Max. the black voices. They, yeah. they After George <laughs> Floyd, all of them just started having their little side catalog. And you know the yeah. ones that have, like, nothing in it, though? You're like, you motherfuckers, this is just really just playing games right now. Right. Dude, I know, no, it's the ones that, like, it's like always there, but it's not a promoted category until it's February, right? Yeah, yeah. HBO was kind of soft. They 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 did have two really good shows though that they had in place: Lovecraft Country and uh, Watchmen. I lo- and I, I was like, these are those tight. But then everything else was like some old shit that like was like you know some sad shit. I don't know. Yeah. It was just like y'all just throwing some shit together. Y'all at least got these two really good shows. Yeah, that y'all but got also. Are are we even allowed to say that Lovecraft Country is is like a black show anymore after what Jonathan Majors did? <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, we can go back in time, Tim. The only thing we do differently is he would he would tell he would tell Journey Summer uh Journey Smollett and he need her to be a Coretta Scott King. He should have said her. That Even though that takes uh, place before Coretta Scott King and that. <laughs> He still needs her to be his Coretta Scott King. I mean, there's, she's like, there's what does that like, mean? Some, yeah, he probably there's said some that like time. time we've been going on. It would fit because I remember he was in the Korean War at one point in that one, so that's why I don't fit. He'll probably tell Jamie Chung he want her to be his Coretta Scott King. <laughs> I need you to stand by me and Daegu like Coretta Scott King. Well, you know, Puffy, like you, I can't stop. I won't stop. I don't even know how to stop. <laughs> it was quite disappointing when that news broke for me because I really liked John. <laughs> no, no, he was good at King of Conquer. I know. I was like, oh man, he out, man, he out. Damn. I know. I was like, I can't even watch Creed three now. <laughs> Aaron, are you drinking a, a old, old English? No, no, no. This pill work this gold label. Oh shit! Okay, it does kind of look like old D. Come on, it looks like a little bit like you know it is Black History Month. So you... Got the old E. Yeah, be like, Aaron, what the fuck you found out? Uh, a, a small can of old E. I don't even know exactly. small cans of old E. Aaron here honoring everyone's drunk uncles. <laughs> 
I found this. Uh, first time I ever seen OE come in 16 ounces. That was actually the first 40 I ever spent it, I ever drank. Oh, me too. Yeah. Disgusting. Boy, I drank two yeah. of them too. I drank two I, I of them. I want to thank what what was Menace of Society? What was his name? Um O Dog or whatever. O Dog, yeah. O Dog. That's probably the reason why that was my first malt liquor. That <laughs> might mean, have been one of my first alcoholic beverages in it, general. You know what does its part? It's cheap and you get drunk. Yeah. The problem is don't be a fool and just feel like you gotta finish it. Have you 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 probably never played this at Cal, but like Edward Forty Hands? No, I've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> I never played it. <laughs> I played that one time with OE. Uh, yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. No, it was either OE or it was um, two eleven. You know, I'm about to say something crazy. I I could drink OE. I could drink two eleven. I just couldn't stand Mickey's. Yeah, Mickey's was not. Mickey's was a little sweet. Yeah, that remember. was the thing. Yeah. I was like, man, what is this? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I had a Mickey. I couldn't finish it, so I poured it. I can't believe this. We went to like a gas station. You know, a gas station got that little crumbly ice. Filled yeah, up a yeah, styrofoam yeah. cup, and my ex girlfriend filled it up and finished off Mickey's, poured it in that ice, and finished it off. <laughs> I can believe that. With the crushed ice, though. With the crushed <laughs> ice, tall styrofoam cup of crushed ice, finished off a of 40 of Mickey's in that. She had to drink at least 60 ounces because it was melting ice. I think that's what uh, Jamarcus Russell was pouring. Come on, man. Topping it off with, uh, with Colina. Lee, Lee. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell was a, he's the reason they banned styrofoam cups in Alameda right. County. <laughs> Jerry, you ever play Edward Forty Hands in college? Hell no, nah, but I've watched people uh, do it. That's yeah. disappointing. I'm actually. I did not like, I was not I a think, beer person. Honestly, I think we need to do it. It's the Jerry, time. you're not drinking beer, you're drinking it's malt liquor. liquor. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even, <laughs> even worse. The only time I almost, I almost finished off two OEs one night and I fucking threw up and passed out. Early, like that it was like eight o'clock. Right. My night was done on the floor in my own house. I threw up in the toilet and then went and passed out on the floor. Yep. We used to do them steel sounds reserves right. and just yeah. Two the two eleven wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah. The two eleven wasn't yeah. bad, man. Yeah, that high those. gravity, that high gravity, the high gravity, I, I, I man. The high gravity man. up in up in Yosemite, man. At high altitude, we learned about the high gravity. Oh boy, the high gravity, high altitude. <laughs> Damn, dude. you might be still feeling that right now. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, let's get back to our intros. <laughs> I'm glad Tim here. I got I had, I had some football related questions. Okay, oh, we'll get into a little bit of football talk. Um, and we are here with. Uh, this is AG3 coming at you faster than Jonathan Majors was running about that was that that 16 block run throughout new york city probably past your house tim running from that white woman which one was the one that got caught with that homely little white gal kobe right now i know exactly what happened to kobe kobe caught that white fever white fever get in your blood man it'll make you crazy <laughs> that was the worst run and he was right it's like dude that was the worst run i ever seen dude Dude played Creed and running like he was running like he was making a video of how to cheat Forrest Gump how to run. Come. <laughs> well, uh, here's a soundbite, Aaron. It's from It's go. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It says a live look at Eagle fans right now. After it was announced the Eagles would be playing in Brazil next season. Oh, yeah. Hey, Brazil. No, Brazil. Mm-hmm. What, what's the accent of Brazil? It's a, it's a country in South America. Why don't we say any Latin American any accent? Any Latin will do. American? Okay. Oh, okay, homie. 
Orale! Yeah, I can do that. Okay, man. Nachos! Yeah. A real racist oh with it. Yeah, that is extremely racist. And by the way, that's more of a Los Angeles sort of Mexican cholo vibe. Let's go. Let's Low go see riders. the Dodgers play the Lakers. Okay. What are the Lakers doing? You like a Los Angeles cholo. I feel incredible. The only other racist... Uh, acting like that was from 22 Jump Street when your boy uh, Jonah Hill, yeah, Jonah Hill was playing. Yeah. But he went and he supposedly went deep undercover as like the basket dude. Yeah. What's up, Smiley? Everybody told me, man, Smiley's the basket Wolverine, man. And we are here with, yeah, you know, what's up, everybody? This is Tim, aka uh, the Tent God, aka the Homeless Argentinian. Um, I didn't know I was going to be on the podcast until about twenty minutes ago, so I don't have anything clever to say. So, Jared, just hit that sound bite. All right, this one's for you. Uh, in honor of being our, uh, well, being a wrestling fan and it being uh, you being our our white boy for today's episode. First of all, white man, let me say that I love you, honor you envy you, enjoy your smell, and I celebrate you in the name of white Jesus. Tim, you remember this? The white boy challenge? Oh, God. <laughs> Teddy Long. Were you, you were still watching wrestling at this point, though, when this happened. I've never seen this. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I was. Oh, yeah, shit. All right. <laughs> I think you all right. <laughs> Teddy Long had the, the, the white boy That's challenge. The Here, here's a clip from it. Please don't sue us, Vince Man and WWE, WME, whatever. Man, and he's in a place yeah, to focus, sue right now. Focus on, yeah, focus on some other shit right now. Y'all gotta get your affairs in order. Here we go. Is I had to issue the theater along five minute white boy challenge. You feel me? White boy what, challenge. What, 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 what that? that means is that every week Rodney Mack will beat any white boy that the man sends out here in five minutes or less. Believe that. Oh my God! Can't be serious. Hey. And yo, you player in the ring, I don't care what your name is, that don't mean nothing to me. All I know is you're just another white boy. And unfortunately for you, this ain't white boy day. You feel me? Wow. So when Rodney Mack gets through thugging and bugging on you, player, then you're going to know what it means to back the Mac, because it's going to be off the hizzle for chisel. Now believe that, player. Oh was that a God. silk suit? <laughs> I don't Man, know. I was looking at that suit jacket. He had a full satin, maybe suit jacket. Satin, yeah, satin. Look, yeah. And look how far it's like a suit jacket roll. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brother's oh. dressed to the teeth. He had the Ip Man robe going. <laughs> yeah, his wrestler is wearing one of them cloaks we were wearing last night, Aaron. We was dominating oh, that in that in that uh Garrett, man, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if it was psychosomatic or what, but I came home and I was itching, man. I had to take like I took the longest shower after I got home. <laughs> you guys you guys didn't <laughs> Oh, you freaked out about them? Uh, I freaked out about wearing some robes. And then I thought about it. You know what I'm freaking out more? Because when I got home, I thought about it. I was like, this motherfucker, Jared, kept his hood on. I put the hood over my head like a fucking cloak, like an asshole. <laughs> Wait, uh, are you guys in an escape room? I am disappointed that I missed that. Yeah, it's pretty That was my first time ever escape room. Jared's been doing it a lot with Taj. And then somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. me into it. Yeah, they're fun. Honestly. It was. I thought that was going to be one. my first and last. Yeah. I thought that was going to be my first one, and yeah. last, but it was good. Aaron, you'll appreciate this. I went to one in L.A., some random one when I was down, going to my buddy's graduation for USC. Uh -huh. And you know USC is not in the greatest of neighborhoods yeah. in L.A. 
and yeah. it was like the jankiest thing. It was like in some like warehouse looking thing. And I was just like, where are we, dude? <laughs> it was in a real escape room. Escape from LA. <laughs> right, exactly. You just needed Kurt Russell to show up. <laughs> uh, Kurt Russell, wasn't that name Pliskin in there or something? Uh, Snake. Snake Pliskin. That's all you needed. That was oh, all yeah. You, Is that, are you talking about you Roadhouse? Needed. No, 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 man. Uh, escape from, from LA. Oh God, Kurt yes. Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did yeah. the basketball oh. challenge. He had to make a layup, yes. hit a mid-range jumper, hit a three-pointer, and then hit a half-court and a full-court shot. Yes, in Snake under Plis- a minute. Snake Pliskin, P-L-I-S-S-K-E-N was his Shout name. out to Snake Pliskin. Come on our show. The Russell. sad part: they're trying to get Kurt Russell. They're they're going to do a live action of uh, Metal Gear Solid, the video game. Mm. Oh, like trying to get that. Kurt Russell, which would have been perfect about twenty years ago. I'm like, yeah, Kurt Russell's yeah. old as fuck, dude. <laughs> I just saw him in Monarch Legacy of Monster. He looked old as shit, man. I saw him at Santa a couple of years ago, and I said, "Oh shit, <laughs> he looking old." I'm like, "Nah, it's a little too Kurt, late, bro." The '90s was the '90s ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to uh, spoiler warning. He's eighty. Big ball. Awesome. All right, and my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. What do you guys think about these pickup lines in the Bay? What's the best way to pick up a Bay Area chick? Oh, what you doing, little mama? With my, my word is chillo. Chillo? How are you? See, older. See, you know what I mean? On these bras, like, I, ain't, I ain't gonna call her a bitch. I would never call her a bitch. bitch. You know what I tell her? You know what I, I would call that else? lady. Hey you, so y'all don't you want me? Cause I want just you for a moment. But this is what I tell her, bro. Hey baby girl, look. She like, look at what? You drop something. What? The conversation. Let's pick it up from here. You fucking with the dug of the year. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how to pick up girls in the Bay Area. Hello. This is what you do. I ain't gonna call you a bitch now. <laughs> this this is what I do to pick up girls in the Bay Area. <laughs> First thing I do is open up an auto glass repair because I'm gonna meet them all at that point. Was he holding a Newport in his hand? Like, I don't uh... know. That, that's true. <laughs> he over here, the other guy said hello. I was waiting for him to come with the real old men. See, the Bay Area old men ain't got the good old men lines. Like the no, I just think south. he didn't have no good old men. The ones in the south. Man. I just like you to know, have you for a moment. You know, and the old men be telling women like, when they be like, "Oh, how? What are you? What's your name?" I'm a good time. <laughs> I'm a good time. They be laughing. <laughs> I'm a good time, girl. That's what that's what I am. Uh, I ain't gonna call you no bitch though. <laughs> I just yeah, he went there. I ain't gonna call you. I ain't gonna call her a bitch. Not on the first. Not when I first meet her. I mean, by the second date. That's second date shit. Oh, AG three. Oh boy, <laughs> calling me to do some silly shit now. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I don't want to do. <laughs> In a regular internet, I found this week there's a documentary <laughs> on where to find the best BBC. Do any of y'all know what a BBC is? No. <gasps> you don't want to know. It does much damage. Wait, what? What's what you bring this up to me for? Like <laughs> that deal? Like, I've been keeping track. Like, hey man, hey man, I got a map on the side of my fucking wall. Oh, wait. Oh, that's my girl. Oh, that's okay. girl hey, you're a girl. AG, AG, my girl. AG3's girl is actually the host of the documentary. And here's a short clip of it. Ten countries with the longest average penis size in the world. Let's go. Starting at number 10 with an average length of 6.56 inches, 
Cameroon. Somebody fucked it up. They, they system up. Coming up at number nine, Columbia. I thought it was bigger. With an average length of 6.59 inches. I, I, I feel like Columbia had bigger Coming up girth. hard at number eight, <laughs> Lebanon. With an average length of 6.62 inches. I feel like that would be hard. Coming up at number seven, Venezuela. With an average length of 6.67. That's some falling apart. Let's not forget number six, Nigeria. With an average length of 6.69. That dick would lower your credit score and somehow empty out one of your accounts. (laughs) For the, for the, you guys want to hear the rest? Yeah, I'm, I mean, might as well keep going, man. I'm already got to Nigeria. I thought they'd be number one. <laughs> obviously, obviously, somebody went there fucking up their their gene pool. <laughs> Astro Domina coming with the, the pure Nat Geo facts. <laughs> number five, Ghana, with an average length of six point eighty one. That's what uh, Joe Love Rice. All right, we got Republic of Congo at number good, four with an average length of six point eighty two. It's time for it. Number three, Ecuador, with an average length of six point nine. They ain't even got enough fucking people out there. Now it's time for second place at seven point zero six inches. Democratic Republic of Congo. (laughs) Man, probably go up if they do that. And the country with the longest average penis size in the world is Sudan, with an average length of seven point zero seven. I mean, they needed it to be that long as taller than motherfuckers are. <laughs> Luke Bone. I mean, and as, as dark as some of the motherfuckers are, they're going to need some length. Like, can you imagine Bobo? He's going to need some length. He's going to need something. Here, check your mic again. God damn it, Jared. But my, nothing wrong with this mic. How is that now? I don't know. You check yourself. Can you hear me, Tim? I, I can hear, hear you. Yeah. Sounds muffled. Check mics and shit. Listen, this, I don't know what none of these buttons do over here, Jared. That sounds better. <laughs> I think Aaron has toggled a couple knobs that need to be reset because there's something I don't like know, none of these knobs do, man. You're getting condensed a lot, maybe. I don't know. It's, uh, anyways, or or the mic is twisted. I don't know. Um, this motherfucker got oh, this motherfucker got over 45 knobs. I'm supposed to know what the hell each of them do. Who know what they do? The name is not Quincy Jones. All right? I watched the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what do you guys think about that hard-hitting Nat Geo documentary? I think it's funny that I introduced that was you know what? So they were supposed to buy me an Astro Domino vi- Domino video when I won that bet, Tim. And was that was I'm, that who that was? Years that, ago? that was one of the people that I was thinking about buying, and I and, I, and during that talks of what I wanted. See, the problem was, remember, her video was too cheap. It wasn't fifty bucks. It was going. Right. I was trying right, to get right, right. trying videos. to get multiple, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. one was thirty, one was twenty, and they yeah. were arguing. And somehow, I don't get my video, but she gets a follow by Jared on every social media. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jared just took the video for himself, is what it sounds like. Shout out to Astro Domina sponsorship. Come I do on got our a show. Couple of her scenes on this hard drive that I got to get off somehow. <laughs> couple of her hardcore scenes, they were good, man. What was she? Was she messing around with some dude from uh, the Congo? Or nah, from, she had a single dude. Sudan. None of those listeners. <laughs> Ecuador? She might have had a dude from Ecuador, at, and, and, not, and he didn't have the numbers either, Tim. <laughs> Did not have the numbers. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what census they were doing to, you know, to like to get those averages. 
you know, she probably went down there. She probably she probably did a gallop poll with Riley Reed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She pulled the Ving Rhames in, in uh, Pulp Fiction. What's that line? I'm going to call a couple of hard pipe-hitting niggas to go to work on the homes here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hard-hitting. Pipe-hitting. <laughs> <laughs> Riley Reed already had all of them pipe-hitting before she, before she got pregnant for some skater dude that looked like he smoked weed from here to San Diego. I mean, you uh, know what I found out is that that dude from Hot Ones was dating some adult films. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Melissa Stratton, her fine yeah. She's gorgeous and broke up with her because he found out she was she, she dated Adam 22. Wait, really? That's what it was? Yep. That isn't that crazy? He fine with her being a porn star and fucking everybody else, but the minute he found out she fucked Adam twenty two, that's a man of mine. I don't know who this guy is, but I understand. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, you mess I don't around care. with that cuck. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care what what guy you have from the DR and Sudan at the same time. I could deal with that, but Adam twenty two, nope. I'd rather catch you in bed with Antonio Brown. I'm assuming for a fragment. <laughs> In news this week, in news, Donald Trump. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I mean, you can read the article and don't have to look for the damn word. Just read the title. <laughs> of it. Uh, <laughs> this week, a judge find Trump. More than $350 million uh, and barred him from running a business in New York for three years after he was basically found guilty for making fraudulent appraisals of his own net worth and properties in order to get lucrative loans at reduced interest rates. Can you tell me what that means? Probably a lot more. Uh, anyways, um, this week, Trump... In response, said it was very not fair against him, but also said he has a plan to build back stronger by selling more trading cards. One, this is your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, with some very exciting news. My last two Trump digital trading card collections sold out in just hours. And now I'm back with my latest series called the Mugshot Edition. I wonder where that came from, the Mugshot Edition. 47 all new stunning cards, and here is the best part. I'm doing two important things for my Trump collectors. For the first time, we're creating a real physical Trump card. Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot. And it was a great suit, believe me, a really good suit. It's all cut up and you're gonna get a piece of it. I'll be autographing some of them. A true collector's item. This is something to give to your family, to your kids and your grandchildren. Uh, he also has a $400 pair of shoes. That he's selling. Pro <laughs> Pedro, man, that shit must say them hard. He start acting black, right? Shit start falling apart. He start selling sneakers and shit. <laughs> so, so Donald Trump is selling game used jerseys now. Is that how you know, <laughs> game worn suits? <laughs> and you know they're not. They're gonna just buy the, the dude. It's probably gonna be a gray suit cut out. It's probably gonna be all kinds of different. It's gonna be a pinstripe <laughs> suit cut out in there. You're like, bro, they just cutting. That sounds like Joanne's fabric. Do you think Trump? That sounds like he 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 gonna be turning into like those OnlyFans girls selling you the panties. He got panties on my on my OnlyFans. He gonna start selling the uh, bathwater and farts. 
That's what happened when you get fined three hundred million, three hundred something million. Well, uh, yeah. What do you guys think about Trump's uh, legal battle and um, the subsequent response on how he's gonna make money off of people that are gonna hopefully buy digital trading cards? <laughs> you get one real card and forty-seven fake cards. You can have all these like, NFTs. Like, <laughs> it's like who the hell buys a digital card, man? Like, like, like put in your Apple it. wallet. Right. <laughs> That's like going on Reddit and just screenshot, right? Like, like, like paying for a Reddit screenshot. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. Be- I mean, I I could have sworn that Fifty Cent pulled this playbook already uh, years ago. <laughs> And and then the NFTs just never worked. So you know what? You know, kudos to him for trying to bring it back or trying to make his own. But uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's dead and gone. Dead and gone. You said he's gonna he's gonna pull up the uh, the Soldier Boy console next. Well, I'm I'm hoping he at least sell me uh, if I buy one, he I'll get Stormy Daniels panties. <laughs> Not that I want them. Oh, you man. might fuck around and sell you Melania's. I don't know about Stormy Daniels anymore, but right now I'll even take his first wife panties. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one that's buried? I was yeah, yeah. Say, is she dead? <laughs> the born. Uh Here's Trump speaking about his new sneakers. Wow, a lot of emotion. There's Ooh. a lot of emotion in this room. Thank you. Thank you. So nice. So the really nice thing is we have lines, and I want to thank Chase, and I want to thank Alan, but we have... Wow. Somebody spent $9,000 on a pair of autographed Trump sneakers. Here's the guy. So, so what was your winning bid? $9,000. And let's see the signature. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. you know what's sad, Jared? That still seemed like a better deal than buying the Yeezys. Because <laughs> they at least look like like you could step in a puddle with those and your socks still be dry. Man, that that gold is gonna be peeling so quick off the cheap ass. Still look like a better deal than the Yeezys. They are yeah. gold shoes yeah. with the American flag styling on the back and heel side of it. Uh, yeah, the American flag on the side, five stars. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Donald Trump selling some hot fire sneakers. Uh, I can't wait to see somebody in on the court. Uh, play with those. Uh, I think I saw Apollo Creed wearing those in the original Rock. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. But I'm mad. I'm mad that you guys just glazed past the fact that people, it sounded like we're booing him. I and, said, they said, booed and then he and then he was like, he, he held up the black power fist. It <laughs> was like, we got some real energy in here. Real energy Thank you. In here. Thank you. He knew he was at a shoe convention. <laughs> in other news, Nikechi Diallo, a former Oops. teacher, lost their job. Oh, man, I know who you're talking about. Because <laughs> it was revealed they had an OnlyFans. Should have known, should have known, Tim. We couldn't make it through. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I should have known. We what? weren't going to make it through a Black History Month without this. Go ahead, Jared. Uh, Nikechi Diallo. Nikechi Diallo, formerly oh, known no as Rachel Dolezal. Way. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Aaron's white woman kryptonite. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, man. I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, lost her teaching job after her OnlyFans page was discovered. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> new meaning of butters. <laughs> new meaning of butters. <laughs> and oh, you mean to tell me 
you didn't at least click on the link on the preview link. Oh no, no, no. I went ahead. I didn't click on the link, Tim. I just went ahead and enter enter the name into Reddit. <laughs> yeah. days ago. See what I could come up with. You just you just typed in <laughs> upload for upload or I for download and see what came up. <laughs> I just see what come up, and like I said, man, I was quite surprised, man. Butters, though, butters. <laughs> well, anyways, do you think it's fair that uh, Miss Dialu lost her job as a teacher? Miss Dialu, come on now. <laughs> Isn't that like she, she like stole a Nigerian name, dude? <laughs> yeah, there's like history behind that name. There right? is. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. that's, that's like kind of fucked up. Actually. Should we look up uh, and catch you, Dialu? Nah, because I don't want her to pop up right now if I look her up. <laughs> Aaron's got to make some space on the hard drive first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got to be going through small, small hard drives trying to find that Ashley Dialu scene. Do you think that this is the man trying to uh, suppress uh, Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah we probably trying look to... at what she's become. In Black History Month, you're going to make this black woman lose. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She can still get a job with the Niners and then get another job and they get a compensatory pick. <laughs> she, be, she becomes the CEO of the Niners for a little bit. Mm -hmm. she, yeah, she's the head, the head of diversity, assistant, diversity assistant. and equity. <laughs> then she gets a job working somewhere else and they get a third round compensatory pick for her. They get a third round comp pick that they trade for Chase Young. Yeah, the, I don't know why the Cowboys. You know, quick, quick cutty corner shout out to Cowboys for trading a third round pick to the Niners for Trey Lance. That was so stupid. Anyways, let's go off of that, Jared. Let's unpack that a little bit. Actually, no, it's just it is what it is, bro. Nah, it, it, you know what? We ain't really talking NFL. We don't have. Hey, all I want to say is that one of my favorite episodes that you guys have done recently is the episode. Where you got where it was the Cowboys loss and Jared kept being like, We're gonna get into that. Don't worry, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. And then 30 minutes later, Jared is still going off about the Cowboys. No, I was dying the Was that the time. playoff loss? Was that the playoff yeah, loss? It was the yeah. playoff loss. And I think after about 30 minutes, Jared was like, All right, you guys ready to start the show? Dude, he was so bad. <laughs> Was, I had to get a lot off my chest. We were willing to skip the show that day, too, man. He just uh, <laughs> They shit the bed against yeah. Green Bay. Man, I'm surprised. So you guys did a, a Super Bowl show after last week? We weren't week? going to. Yeah, we, yeah, we did it right, right after. Oh, we man, stayed up late that, that day. That was a late game, yeah. Yeah, man, I can't believe that. I was, so, I was so happy. I was so happy. But I'm also not happy for uh, Miss Diallo losing her job. <laughs> Come on. Bring it back full circle. <laughs> well, uh, in other news... <clears throat> The IOC, bigotedly, racist, racistly, no, I was playing. The IOC denied Manny Pacquiao an exemption to box at this year's Olympics. <laughs> exactly. They don't, they don't box the brain buckets no more. I don't want to see his old ass get killed. They said he's just a little too old at 45 to continue and, and, to box. And here's the thing. We don't even know if Pacquiao really 45. He might be older than that. <laughs> Hey man, he got he got a mad hoop game though, a nasty ass jumper that nobody tries to defend. He be balling. He can play. He can play the NBA All Star game the way they they not defending him. Man, yeah. him going up against that, Michael I Parsons. I turned that on. I turned that on for about two seconds right before I came on here. That was one of the worst looking All Star games I've ever Dude, seen. 
Was the, the celebrity game more competitive? I, I like the NBA All Star game is is gotta be hands down. Like I'll take the flag football game over uh, yeah. what the NBA All Star game is doing I, now. I'll take the the celebrity game with a bunch of celebrities that I have no idea who the hell they were today. Yeah, it, 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 you got a bunch of social media stars. Got a whole bunch of social. I'm like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> they celebrities now? Yeah, the All Star weekend like is more Stroud, just Michael Parsons pulling the cool and a bunch of people you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That was crazy. I didn't watch any of it either. I was, I'm sure uh, Kevin Hart wasn't part of it this time. And, and no, no, and the guy that played Magic Johnson in that Showtime thing, showing that acting only goes so far. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> what did he couldn't did play at all? Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, he had he no skills. Nothing for Magic Johnson. <laughs> nah. Like, did you see him too much. pick up women? <laughs> you learn. Like, real good at getting bitches. <laughs> I ain't gonna call you a bitch though. I ain't I ain't gonna call her a bitch. <laughs> I ain't gonna call her a bitch. But yeah, what do you guys think about Manny Pacquiao trying to come back and box at 45? Do you think uh it was a wise decision for the ILC to deny him a chance, or would you like to see Manny Pacquiao try and fight some 19 and 20-year-olds? <laughs> I mean, isn't he like the president of the Philippines? He's some shit. You know, they love voting celebrities and everything. Yeah, over. like, why would they ever let, like, a, a, you know, like a politician fight? But for that exact reason, absolutely. Throw him in the ring. I'm going to say no, because you know he's going to be juiced up anyway, probably juicing. And he's on that same juice that Jimmy G just got popped for, Aaron. You know that shit don't work. He on the rhino <laughs> pills. Jimmy, Jimmy G got popped for hymns. <laughs> I gotta keep this hairline looking crispy. He's on that Riz Pharma. <laughs> Shout out to Manny Pacquiao. We hope that you continue your boxing career. Maybe you should fight Jake Paul. How about that? Oh God. Oh, yeah, Jared. I can't keep nice. the Paul brothers in straight anymore. One of them's a boxer. One of them's on the WWE. Logan's the wrestler. I just know one of them's dating that that uh, Dutch that Dutch speed skater that's fine as hell. It might be Logan. Well, he's look her, look her up, Jared. Look her up. Dutch speed skater. Just put in Dutch speed skater. She'll pop up. J. Her name starts with the J. Juta. Yeah, that's her. Is she good? Uh, yeah, she's really good. She is pretty bad. You should see on her speed skating outfit. That's one you really can tell how bad she is. Did you put in Aaron Paul with it, man, or whatever Paul with it, man? Just how come you didn't do her? Because I didn't know her name. <laughs> God damn, Jerry. I said put in Dutch speed skater. I didn't say put in shit to do with him, dude. Every picture got him fucking in it. I, now, I, I looked her up before and I ain't never seen a picture of him in it, except one where he clasped her ass. But other than that, it's just mostly just Jared. Jared just, man, you the worst Google searcher I ever met in my life, man. <laughs> just horrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Juta Leerdam. I ain't never met someone to frustrate me while looking up Google. This frustrating. Jared, Jared's the type to still have the safe search on. He is. He probably is. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 already contact Google and tell him, hey man, only let him use only let him use Netscape. <laughs> search for shit. They don't know what to do. I'm not good at this shit. Anyways, Jared, Jared's on AskJeeves.com. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Dude, those still work, man. Uh, in other news, Mark Zuckerberg found time in between Senate hearings to uh, go to UFC 298 and be a corner man and walkout person with 
the champion, Alexander Volkanovsky, who is defending his title against Ilya Tupuria. Uh, here's a bit of uh, the real contribution of Mark Zuckerberg as a cornerman last night. When he looks at Tapuria, he's boxing heavy. So, of course, it's paid special attention to that. Last time we saw him, of course, was against Islam Mahajev. When he stepped up on short notice. <laughs> he had a touch line. Like, Y'all want to, what you want me to do? You want to, uh, oh, nobody? Uh, I'm going to touch it. Okay. If got, if they handed it to him, but I'm going to act like I helped. And he didn't know what to do. <laughs> that, that could be a meme for when you're, uh, uh, when you're, when you're a sponsor. Your sponsor is a special need kid. <laughs> uh, he, uh, yeah, he should Mark, be a meme for Mark, you. Don't make know a wish, do. Zuckerberg is what uh-huh. Aaron just called. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. So Zuckerberg corner for uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, who was probably knocked out in the second round. <laughs> The long-standing four-year champion was knocked out by Elia Tupuria, who's now the new uh, champion. So it's uh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. What do you guys think about Mark Zuckerberg making his foray into ringside uh, service in the UFC? I don't know why I'm supposed to think about that. Jared. That's exactly. What you know, I mean, ain't, ain't much to say, Jared. I, also, I can't come up. With, I can't come up with dimes on that. You might have to call up Chappelle to get something funny off of that. <laughs> he doesn't have much personality. It's hard to make fun of a robot. <laughs> you mind something, man. You got to call up the gene. The people that get paid to do this. We should just start treating Zuckerberg <laughs> like Bender. That's what we should do. He's the probably. Bender had personality. Bender had personality. Bender's fun to be around. <laughs> Bender was real. Bender was real. Bender was a real person. <laughs> a cartoon <laughs> robot was more real than this oh. motherfucker. Uh, anyways, all right. Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Was there any other news that I wanted to get to? Um, that was sports. Get some more sports news and uh, other sports news. San Francisco 49ers lost. <laughs> In the Super Bowl. And I just want to know, uh, a week removed on the anniversary of the Niners losing, <laughs> one-week anniversary, has anything become more clear to you after the fallout of the Niners losing in the Super Bowl? Well, well, before that, I want to know how Tim felt because I talked to one Raider fan up here, Tim, and he said this. He said it was a lose-lose for him. He said because he had Kansas City and then he had the Niners. He was like, he was like, he felt like he wanted Kansas City to win because he got to live up here with these Niner people getting on his nerves. He said, and the worst part about it is that I was in the Raiders building. No, I uh, wholeheartedly was rooting for the 49ers. You know, my brother's a Niners fan. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it, it's a little different for me. Like, to me, I, I've never quite understood. And, and Aaron, I think maybe you can speak on this better, being being from L.A., being a Rams fan. Jarrett, you're mm. a Cowboys fan, right? Yeah, I, I get that the Niners fans can be obnoxious as hell. But I to me, like the Raiders, Niners have never really been like a rivalry, right? So it's like it's just like a Bay Area rivalry. Yeah, just a couple you know, of those like, preseason games where people are stabbing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a preseason thing. Niners like, fans like, are just like quarter. stabbing people left and right. right. I'm like, what is going on? Don't let them go anywhere. <laughs> and we get a bad name, right? <laughs> no, but for me, I'm like, yo, it's Kansas City, dude. Like I can respect Pat, Pat Mahomes. I can respect Andy Reid. I can respect that team. I, I mean, that defense. Aaron, I was listening to the podcast. 
oh, I mean, the, you guys the week before talking about it. And I was like, Aaron, like, and I obviously I knew the results too because I, I listened to it like not only but a few days ago. Uh-huh. And but I knew because the whole time I was right there with you, I was like, Kansas City's defense is no joke. I was telling right? you, like, Jared they was under them the people, whole year. They have been beating people silly. And like making them look real bad. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, Kansas City's defense is no joke. And then you got Pat Mahomes, who I don't care how bad that offense is, it's Pat Mahomes. Like he's going to do what he needs to do at the end of it. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, no. But no, I was, dude, I was devastated. You guys see what the reaction of Max Crosby? Yeah, he like, just was like deadpan, just like pissed off. Just like, yeah. Pissed off. It just like, like his face just went blank. And that's exactly how I felt too. Well, Tim, like, Tim, like, do you remember these fools again? I was four years ago. We were at your house watching the, the when Kansas City won the first one. And remember what I told you? I said, uh, I think there's a dynasty starting that day. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, you sure? And I was like, I really think there's a dynasty starting right now. In some kind of way, I take blame because the Raiders were the reason why I feel like Kansas City went on this run in the playoffs because they were the last team to beat them. They beat him in a way that most teams don't beat Kansas City. No, they beat him pretty like, bad. They, they embarrassed they Punched him. him in the mouth and yeah. were like, in Kansas City, and were like, yeah, you guys are not on the same level as us. Which, as a Raiders fan, of course, I'm super proud of. And I like, I, I appreciate the direction that the team is going in now. But it was hard to watch that Super Bowl. It was hard. Especially because yeah. it wasn't really a particularly like interesting Super Bowl. You know what? It wasn't action. I mean, it didn't have the scoring. But I thought it was very, it was tense. It was. It had the intrigue. Yeah, it had intrigue, it but it was like intense. Yeah. <clears throat> like we've had Super Bowls where a team had the lead and then lost it, but this one was yeah. just like it was tense from the start to the end. There was a lot of like, there was a lot of defense happening. There was a lot yeah. of defense. No, I texted my dad after like the first quarter, and I was like, "Punters game." Punters yeah. and kickers game, man. It was a punter and kicker. You had a punt. I think both punters averaged like over 45 a punt. They went off. The uh, kickers went off, except for one. The punt was the was proved to was be a, 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 yeah. a major swing in the, the trajectory. Two of the, of the longest kicks in Super Bowl history was in the same game. Yeah, that was crazy, actually. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. And then, and then it came down to Patrick Mahomes getting that ball at the end. You just knew. That I just knew, I knew I was like, dude, they gonna score a touchdown. As soon as overtime started, I was like, man, I was telling Jared. Jared called me at halftime, just on me in a bad mood, right? Jared was just like, man, they not. This is over. It's over. And I said, Jared, as long as and I, my worst Jared was, as long as the Chiefs still got Patrick Mahomes and they keep it within a one score game, they're right. gonna win. I did not count the Chiefs out for a second, and it looked like in that first quarter the Niners were trying to run away with it, but they kept it. You know, I will say this, and I think Kyle Shanahan's a hell of a coach. In my opinion, he is one of the best offensive, if not the best offensive minds in the game. And you can just look at his coaching tree to back it up. Right. He got out coached by Andy Reid yet again. I think he's good at developing a system. I don't think he's good at calling a game. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. At least in the playoffs. In the playoffs. when when both teams are good, right? When you're going against some top notch, which is the playoffs. I mean, if you if you really think about it, look, they, he's been out called and out coached, and let's not just say the Super Bowls he got out coached in. Uh, okay, we'll throw away last year's NFC title game, but the year before with the Rams, right? Just got out coached 
got out coached by McVay. And then the thing that pissed me off is his scapegoat and his firing of Steve Wilkes. That really kind of pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, Steve Wilkes was fired yeah, as no, the Niners I, defensive coordinator because it was his fault that they lost the game. His fault that he helped, he helped the Chiefs. <laughs> his fault that he helped the Chiefs to no touchdown <laughs> to a fluke punt. Well, and fun. and I think we can all say that the Niners defense probably played better than they had in like oh yeah eight weeks the whole play yeah, yeah. Like, better than they had against Detroit. They played against yeah. better than they did against Green Bay. The the big issue for me with the Steve Wilkes hire was that he didn't fit their system. No, and they didn't. didn't let him. They didn't He's let him coach. They didn't let him do what he normally does. So, like, yeah. if there's anything, like, I can understand that, like, yo, it's not a great fit. It looks, the optics of it look really bad because you just lost the Super Bowl and you're essentially blaming him. Right you after think- Shanahan had been asked, like, two days prior, are you going to fire any of your coaches? And he said, I expect all of my coaches to be back. And then the next I, day, basically, he yeah. fired him. The next day, he, he never should have hired him. He should have fired a special team coach. Yeah. But he never should have hired him. That's the problem. No. In my I opinion. Think, I think he was hiring him for a compensatory pick, man. I think he took him thinking, hey, man, he'll we, we have this we have the personnel. He'll come in, he'll do great. He'll get another job somewhere else next year, probably. The Niners still had the third ranked defense, guys. They still had the third ranked defense, but but it didn't mm, play. Did they really though? But yeah, no, no, it was they weren't as dominant. It wasn't it wasn't as dominant necessarily. Yeah. But at the same time, like you think he's not going to get this defense to play better at like what he's coaching and what he knows that like he he came in and basically coached the team that in a unit that was there they they traded for got a couple guys midseason supposed to help him out the edge rush those guys didn't show up um the way that you would hope that in moments they did but like as the playoffs went on like they were non-factors so are you blaming him or do we look at like the additions that you made or the, the players that you you know put it you've spent a bunch of money on Javon Hargrave? You I, know think plenty, right? plenty I think there's a plenty I think there's plenty of I, Yeah, but I don't like I don't, did, are they are they are they gonna upgrade this <clears throat> this this new defensive coordinator? It's gonna be somebody that's gonna actually maximize the team and it maybe maybe they, they play their bet right and they My problem is everybody everybody that you want is probably hired by now. Unless well, they might. I feel like they might hire from within. I feel like they might hire from within somebody within that, like, was with the f- previous regime, but also was somebody that was like big on his staff this year, mm-hmm. and that you know that person will take Good over. Luck. But otherwise, Shit, they need to just fuck around and give Pete Carroll the defensive coordinator position. No, he'll take it and be assistant head coach because they might actually win a Super Bowl at that point. Yeah, maybe. I know. I know it's crazy to think about. Does Kyle Shanahan? Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll should not do that. <laughs> but you know it might actually work right because you know shanahan's kind of like he mcveighed himself the, like, he d'antonied himself but he's similar to and i, I and I've, I've come to realize this within the last few seasons and it really took me going through some bad head coaches as a raiders fan to realize like how important it is to have guys that actually want to play for your head coach right and we look we talk all the time about like how valuable the like Belichick system was, but yet how for some reason, none of his guys were able to capture his success, right? His coaching tree in my ways is a really good way of like objectively looking at how great of a coach are you actually is how good are you able to build out other coordinators that become really good head coaches? Well, but, but and, some of that is fluky too, though. Cause I think Belichick, no, no, you're, I, Belichick you're, in the culture, right? Well, that's it, what I mean, right? It's like, there. right. The reason why Belichick, it worked is because they had this really captured lightning in a bottle. And within his first couple of years, they won. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he was able to have this, this quarterback who would take 
basically everything you get. He, he was effectively the NFL quarterback version of Tim Duncan, right? Where Greg Popovich is Bill Belichick, who would like yell at his best player. And all the I like I saw an interview the other day of Steven Jackson being like, if Tim Duncan wasn't there, like just just owning it when when Popovich is calling him out, I'm not taking that shit, right? And I think if you don't have if you don't have the winning like within the first couple of years of Belichick being a head coach and you don't have Tom Brady who's willing to like go above and beyond and like accept hard coaching, Belichick fails because he's oh, failed well, at every he's other opportunity he's ever done. Yeah, without right? Tom so Brady. we look at Belichick like, oh man, he's this great coach, but it's like guys didn't really love playing for him. No. They love playing with Tom and they loved winning. Well, tell and me as long this, as they me. won, Spygate. They Who do you it. consider part of the Shanahan tree? Because I don't consider some people part of this tree. Uh, the non-white guy. I would say, I would say, I say he got two people part of the street. McDaniel and and DeMarco Sala. Well, and and Robert Sala. Oh, and Sala. So it's three. I mean, mean, the jury's still out, man. I don't know. But you you have to look at the larger tree as well, because I would include McVeigh as a part of the branch. I would include Matt LaFleur as a part, because he also coached under Shanahan, right? They were under his dad. I don't really include under him. Well, right. So it's it's the Shanahan. You can like include Shanahan in both. Of, yeah, like, but he's not as good of a coach as his dad is. I agree with that. No, no. So what what my my ultimate point for this is is that I don't know that Kyle Shanahan. I don't know that the guys really love playing for him. I don't think I so. I think either. they respect yeah. him, and I think they realize that he's really smart. But I don't think they love playing for no. him. No, and I don't think the, the offensive players of like playing for him. Yeah, the flip side of that is you got Pete Carroll, who everyone fucking adores. And for yeah. some reason, I don't know how Pete Carroll doesn't have a head coaching job because yeah, he's seventy seven. Like, he's well, no, old, no. But like, Seattle, Seattle's complaint when they fired him was that he didn't connect anymore, which was crazy because all his that's players, what even no. like two weeks before season was over, all the players talked about was how much they love playing for him. And, and all his former fun. players were like, yeah. "We're so shocked." Yeah, like, that he got fired. All the league. young players kept talking about how they love yeah. playing for him at the end of the season. Like, I'm here because of Pete, you know, how he connects with them. It was just Seattle wanted to move on, I think, with the new ownership that took over a couple years ago and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I can understand because Seattle looks like they're about to plateau at about eight and eight. Yes. Yeah. They stay the way that they're at. And so it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you can blame Pete Carroll. You probably also have to look at the fact that Geno Smith is your quarterback, right? Like they're not a great built team, but my point, so my point is, is like if the Niners. Geno Smith is the greatest quarterback this side of the Mississippi. (laughs) Better than uh, Teddy Two Gloves. Who's now a high school coach? Right? Retiring, man. Thanks, Dan yeah. Campbell. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, no, but so like my point is like if the Niners really wanted to like say okay we're gonna go all in for this next year because in my opinion they really got one more year with this core before they maybe. start. Maybe it's hard. It's I hard. Don't, I don't even. Th- I don't even think they have one year. Honestly, and here's the crazy thing. But you I bring in like- Pete Carroll and say, "All right, let's 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 rally the guys." Well, Ayuk is a free agent, or they can. I think they Ayuk have fifth year option on him. Though, I think he's a first. Happy. He doesn't sound happy. They're he's probably gonna use their fifth year option on him if he's in his fifth year. Yeah, he's a first he round pick. Well, he according to his girlfriend, he'll never play in Levi Stadium again. According to his girlfriend, in which he he responded to her 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 tweet with. Uh, an eye and and like basically basically you know confirming hers. We'll see. I mean, they went through that before with Debo, but I think I think yeah. Tim's, I think you're right, Tim. Like his offensive players, other than the quarterback, 
And McCaffrey really seemed like they don't like playing for him, especially when he yeah. shits the bed in the playoffs. Did y'all see Jameis Winston on his new training regimen? No. What's his new training regimen? Here it is. He was on a podcast and uh, spoke of how he plans to manifest Super Bowl. We get another NCAA game. I know. Like, I'm so frustrated that playing Madden is so challenging. I told my brother, I wish I would have played Madden more. Uh, growing up and worn Super Bowls on Madden and visualized that because I spent so much time winning Heisman's and and, and winning championships on NCAA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't I didn't play enough Madden. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like so now I'm going back and I'm I'm having to take my my rating down from All Madden to All Pro and then I'm I'm losing to All Pro. I'm like okay, I'm not going to rookie. You know what I'm saying. I, I gotta go to you know whatever the next one is. Like and I'm like. I'm getting these wins, but this doesn't feel real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then I play my brother, and he's 21 stomping me. Do you have yourself as a starting quarterback when you play Madden? Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you have yourself starting, you play as the Saints. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And That's why you're losing. I think you need to you need to just grind at it. The game has become a lot harder recently. The grind has started, PFT. Okay. Yeah. I like, like this that. is this is very intentional. Yeah. Of me earning a Super Bowl. Uh like you gotta see it. <laughs> What is wrong with this fool, dude? I like Jameis Winston, dude. He's, he, he seems like a decently nice guy. He might be a little fucked up, though, but he's a nice guy. Kinda. He said I spent too many time, too much time winning Heisman. <laughs> yeah, I want so many Heisman's and I want one, I think. Did he win the Heisman? I think he won the Heisman. He won the yeah, he won the Heisman. Yeah, yeah but then he's he whooped on in the playoffs that year, too. No, yeah, he won the Heisman the year they won it. And then remember, he was like a redshirt sophomore the year they won it. And then, the, I mean, redshirt freshman. So then the yeah. next year, the next year, they got whipped on it. That was where he also got suspended for yeah, uh, yeah. Stealing, stealing crab legs and yelling, uh, uh, grabbing, whatever the hell. I don't know what he yelled. Did he, he grab <laughs> him or Trump? I don't know which yell, who yelled what. We had a case where we had an African American guy who was a fan of mine. Great fan, great guy. In fact, I want to find out what's going on with him. <laughs> I just remember having a, uh, we'll call it a friendly conversation with Jared about how Jameis Winston is just as good potentially as Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I wonder who won that conversation, Tim. <laughs> I think it was me being a Derek Carr stan at the time. Oh, you still won it. You still won that. This is like this is like the Matt Patricia Nathaniel Hackett conversation all over. Again. <laughs> you still won that one. <laughs> it was Winston getting cut for handing off the ball. Oh, victory formation. Oh, look at my African American over here. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. See that as a coach though, I don't know why Dennis Allen would say that. Well, the funny thing is, yeah, he got he got so mad. The funny thing is how Shannon, like, it's how so many people were divided, right? Shannon Sharp was like, you got to cut him. You got to cut him. You got to cut him yeah. before you walk out that locker room. I know. I agree. But that's the thing. is like Dennis, Dennis Allen just looked weak. He didn't respond well at all, dude. He, he let himself get punked by a coach that got fired just a mere six hours after that. He was the right. first coach to get fired after that. Yeah. You get punked by this dude. It's like, look, dude, the score wasn't close. It's like you weren't you weren't stopping anybody or anything. 
he's mad because he lined up in victory. I can understand why he's upset. You lined up a victory formation. You should just ran the ball. But as our, if I'm Arthur Smith, I'm mad at myself, man. We gave up 48 points with a chance yeah, to get in yeah, the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I forgot that was like for. And he also didn't run the ball title, right? with the yeah. number four, the number three or four draft pick the whole year, and didn't. It was like not running the ball with him, who had a good and, year. And his whole system is about running the ball. Yeah, he just he's just an idiot, dude. So he deserved to be fired. Too. Didn't he go to like uh, where did he go? Uh, well, somewhere he, he probably don't somewhere? deserve to be. I think so. I think he got hired by somebody, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, he probably got hired by the Niners to be their new D coordinator. <laughs> he could have. He could have, man. And I'm just going to bring in somebody that's like half black and half Eskimo so they could get a higher comp pick. Yeah, like, hey, man, we got a, we got an indigenous over here. Hey, man, he black, Eskimo, and and from the, and from the tribe that uh, Echo from and, and Marvel. Yeah, we here in Canada's uh, indigenous genocide with this dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, we, he's like, this motherfucker from so many different nations. I we think, deserve uh, a first round comp pick. I think, I think Astrodomina is in conversation to be a, a, a front office for them so that she can, uh, <laughs> she can scout new, new potential. Scout new, yeah, scout scouting. <laughs> All right, let's get to Cutty Corner shout outs. What? We need a show Brad, 859, Jared? What I can't believe this. I'm out of time to watch my career, watch at least an episode or two. Yes. Hey, uh, just uh, Tim, uh, watch Legacy if you have Apple TV. I don't know, yeah. you know, so watch that. I Legacy. got it. Yeah, I got you it. Watch the yeah. Legacy, the Monarch Legacy of Monsters. No, I want to though. Man, watch that. That shit's good. Yeah, yeah, I okay. like that shit. It got Asian chicks in it. Some man, that shit's good, man. That shit's good, man. <laughs> That shit's still good. I like the Godzilla movies and all that though. Uh, Not the one with Matthew yeah. Broderick. The one, the one. Man, that was good. Yeah, that like was the question. We didn't ask that question today. I, I forgot. That one didn't make that. sense, man. Godzilla and man, it was in San Diego having laying babies, dude. That one made no sense to none well, of Matthew the Broderick. No, no, he wasn't in San Diego. He's going up to New York, but he along the way. Godzilla late babies, Jerry. In Madison Square Garden, baby. Yeah, had little mini T Rexes or little uh, Velociraptors. I was like, bro, they got Velociraptors out here, bro. Stupid as hell. That was a dumbest oh, guy. I was like, we don't want this. Like, how many motherfuckers he got? Yeah, no, that was crazy. All right, well, let's get to Cutty Corner Shout Out. Cutty Corner Shout Outs. Cutty Corner Shout Outs. Cutty Corner Shout Outs is a segment in the show where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shoutouts, Cutty Corner shoutouts. It's time. It's, it's time. Cutty Corner. We're burning out. God, if you let it in, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Do you have a cutty corner shout out? Uh, my cutty corner shout out goes out to um, Jay Z. Your Super Bowl takeover. I'm tired of you. Keep bringing on artists who got an album coming out or release an album real quick. You look crazy with your hair like that, like a fucking, like a fucking broke ass bis- uh, John Luke Biscott. Biscott. Is that I say no matter. Biscott. Biscott. Biscotti. Biscott. Basquiat. 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 Looking like a fake ass John Luke Basquiat. 
uh, with his hair, growing his hair out. I don't know. It kind of remind me of that character in Star Wars, the one that Bib Fortuna that used to be Jabba the Hutt's assistant that had the long ass things growing out, look like uh, snails growing out of his neck. That's what his hair looked like. But I don't want to talk about Jay-Z hair. I just want to talk about just, just. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of this Usher Super Bowl. I've been hearing people's like, oh man, Usher halftime show was great. You know, I, one, he went through 14 songs. He went through 14 songs. There's nothing worse than going to a concert and having a guy trying to go through all his songs and you hear about 20 seconds of him. He went through 14 songs. The greatest thing Usher did in this halftime show was lip sync. It was the greatest thing. We didn't have to hear him be out of breath trying to sing. You remind me of something or whatever. The only time he did sing is when him and Alicia Keys, he sang. That was the only part where he didn't lip sync, thank God. On skates, the skate part was all right. The problem is, is when they do bring, is it me or is old black R&B artists and hip hop artists all look the same at their certain point, certain age? Like when you can <laughs> tell who, like when someone thought CeeLo, Demand Dupree was CeeLo Green. <laughs> Right? Like that's an issue, dude. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry. Usher, you brought out some people that a lot of us. I mean, he brought out her. They all get old and round. Well, he brought out her plant, yeah, and then they put on these big ass sunglasses, like they trying to hide their age or the fact they did a lot of drugs and their eyes look droopy. I'm too old for this her came out there lip syncing the guitar fake air she might just air guitar played i didn't understand that man the jay-z halftime show just turned in now into like it turned into this thing of just like hey cameos how can we just bring more people out for cameos during this halftime show now while i did like the snoop and dr dre they did have a couple cameos i was expected 50 cents had no business being upside down uh acting like he was gonna do a setup knowing he could he do had one. to make sure he took his proper blood pressure medication <laughs> for that performance exactly <laughs> he said had no no business i don't know how mary j blige fit in there you know she ain't even from the west coast but anyway um yeah i mean i just uh, you know it goes out to jay-z usher nfl you know, at least he didn't bring the weekend. I guess I could be happy with that. <laughs> the I mean, weekend did all happy. last year, didn't he? <laughs> that was well, that. That was two years ago. Two years ago. Two years weekend ago. Yeah. Was horrible. Probably that. Yeah, who was, was last year? Worst. Last year was uh. Where was it at? Wasn't it like uh? It was, was pretty forgettable last year. Was it? It wasn't Maroon <laughs> Five, right? It was like uh. <laughs> No, it might have been Maroon 5. I have no idea, dude. I have not paid attention to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can't remember. I gotta look it up. Let me look it up. Let me Google it. What I don't understand is just like what was the whole purpose? I'm looking up. Am I? I'm looking up. Enkechi Amari Diallo is what I'm looking up. Yeah, go ahead and look up her her OnlyFans. See how much it costs. Who was last year? If I find it before you, I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, Louisiana Super the Blues Brothers. Oh, that's an old one. Uh, Rihanna last year. Uh, oh, yeah, Rihanna. Oh, that's right. And yeah, she yeah, was yeah, lip syncing yeah. pregnant. Rihanna yeah, lip syncing the she, whole time. That was, that was not a good Super Bowl. That was not good. Well, at it all. wasn't. It was just. It was. They had. A, they had aerial stuff moving around, but she was just standing there singing. She's like, I ain't about to kill myself. Yeah, or it this looked baby. like she was it on was a platform and she was playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> only person missing was Ed, <laughs> only person missing was Earl Thomas and his brother out there on the platform. <laughs> the real Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. He's stupid. (laughs) 
Tim, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Uh, I haven't, I didn't prepare one. Uh, so, you guys complain about the A's going to Vegas, maybe? And it looked like that. Like, Hopefully, that might like, suck. I don't, I, I, I've been saying this for the longest time. I don't actually know that that's like going to happen. No, I feel like, uh, in, in honor of Pedro, uh, I should shout out Darvin Ham. <laughs> uh, I think they, they're actually might be doing well, but Darvin Ham's probably fucking not doing something. Uh, Pedro uh, told me yesterday that coach of the year should go to Phil Handy, which is Darvin Ham's assistant. <laughs> and he said he go. said it could be split between the two assistants behind Darvin Ham. <laughs> oh no no no! I'll, I'll shout out Jarrett for right before this trying to trade me damaged goods in our fantasy basketball. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? He was like he was trying to capitalize on the fact that I'm a Sacramento King fan, and he was like. What do you want for Keegan Murray? He's oh, only been averaging eight points in the last month. Do you realize he has some bonus? And he can really capitalize on your fandom by giving you somebody. Like, I know. I but know. he gonna offer you Keegan Murray. <laughs> and I was like, probably nothing at this point. <laughs> it's not worth much. <laughs> you know, Jared would trade you something to have you believe in that you actually get an extra button to light the beam, Tim. Come on. <laughs> hey, I'll give you a hey, hey, Tim, you give I'll me give next you the year's. Beam. Give me next year's eighth, and I'll give you uh, my ninth, and we'll just call it a deal. Always <laughs> <laughs> swap 11th and 12th round picks. Just let me get a one round better at the end of the draft. That's how bad he's been playing. Um, all right. Yeah, that's true. True. I was just trying to see. It's just testing the waters. Yeah. yeah anybody want, if anybody wants Keegan Murray, <laughs> he is readily available. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you drop him around, pick him up between now and the season over. Yeah, he might. I, I, you know what? I, I'm thinking next level, Aaron. I'm about to. I'm about to do some. I'm about to. I might drop him just so around uses another move. He has five more moves to the playoffs if he, unless he expects to be a, a top two seed and get a bye. Otherwise, he's got like five Dude, moves. Rayon he needs to stop before. doing moves. Rayon, Rayon <laughs> called me on Monday morning and said, I just want to let you know that this week counts as two weeks, but for some reason, we only get four moves. We still only get four. That's going to mess up what I got to do. Plus, I got to save mine. So maybe this all-star break coming right on time. Then he proceeded to make two moves right after we got to <laughs> My Cutty Corner shout-out goes out to Maccabee Jordan. I mean, I'm, I'm Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen apparently breaking up this week. But then maybe not breaking up. That's the greatest thing could have happened to Marcus <laughs> Jordan. Greatest thing. I'm sure Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan went and, and opened up that closet. They keep that pentagram on the ground with the candles lit in and, and worship whoever he worshiped. Lord Jesus, what's going on in here tonight? This is, the, this is like the worst thing that could have happened to this podcast, though, Aaron. This is like free content that they was giving you like oh. for, for months. Larissa, don't worry. Somebody going to be foolish enough to hook up with Larissa. It might be Jared. What? <laughs> Might be Jared. Foolish enough to take up Larissa Pippen. I mean, uh, put it like this. Drea could get Julian Green trapped. Larissa Pippen ain't no ain't done yet, Tim. <laughs> and she's like, why am I dating a dude who don't do nothing other than Yeah, we really happy. I like, you know, we just wait, we we're gonna do a private wedding. We might do a TV wedding. Is it, y'all do we get paid for this? <laughs> uh Larissa Pippen, she's gonna yeah, so I'm just brokenhearted about that. True love not coming together. It falling apart before it could really get to where it needed to be. 
Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Larsa Pimpin and Marcus Jordan. I hope you two find love again somewhere else, or maybe y'all can reconcile. We really wanted that. I needed that wedding on Encore or Bravo or whatever Zeus TV, whatever fucking channel that shit was gonna be on. I kind of needed that in my life. That was gonna. That kind of stuff is what allows me to know, like, oh, Jerry, you do good in your world. You're not even near, nowhere close to that. <laughs> nowhere close. <laughs> That's okay. You still might not be quite nice. right, but at least you ain't that. Um, also, uh, my other Cutty Corner shout out goes out to, um, I guess, uh, Micah Parsons, when the All Star Celebrity Game MVP. Um, yeah, man. I wish you played that way in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what, man? They might need. They need <laughs> he they needs need a hand. Another like, Lawrence Taylor. No, he needs. To, he needs to stop. He needs to focus on football. He he's that kind of person who could just be about football, but he's also somebody who's enjoys enjoys the spotlight a little bit and start like he's been kind of and that's fine for him to develop his brand and want to do this stuff. But like he kind of like for him to achieve his greatest potential. It's got to be about football and maybe just a little bit on the side, like maybe a little bit of crack. But otherwise, like there's no space for anything else. Maybe a little hookers every once in a while. But like Micah, podcasting, all-star games, celebrity games, talking to people like you a real media member now. Like, no, we need you doing football and crack. That's it. Lawrence Taylor of the New York Giants was probably the most intimidating, the most fearsome defensive player in the history of the NFL. In his new autobiography, LT Over the Edge, he tells all about his life as a strung out junkie spending thousands of dollars a day, every day, on crack and women. Well, like, well, you gotta understand though, uh, it didn't affect my play. So, uh, I mean, even yeah, Nick, Bo- Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa just focused on football and, and bigotry. Well, Nick Bosa has <laughs> has, has is zero and two in uh, officially zero and two in Black History Month. So shout out to shout out to something Shout out to somewhere in the cosmos, things are balanced and in good good form. Um, so yeah, you know, we all win in the end. <laughs> got a good scenario so we can we can just preview it right now if you want okay all right so what's the game is it it's staying in pulling all out right aaron or... the game is uh oh, called staying in or pulling out wait can we <laughs> add one more? Like, i got i got three names so staying in pulling out or never touching can we okay. do something like that let's do it staying in pulling out 10 foot pole or something that's better too <laughs> Staying in, okay, so, pulling out, or so you got pole. everyone, everyone in their prime, and it's all people that we've talked about on this show today. So you've got Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. Meg Ryan, Margot Robbie. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Standing in, put Michelle Pfeiffer, Meg Ryan, and this is in their prime, <laughs> prime. So okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Um, oh wow. 
So yeah, I'm going to my 10 foot pole is the easy one to choose. That'll be Meg Ryan. So I'm stuck between Michelle Pfeiffer and I mean, if I pull out, what am I doing? Am I like like am I like pulling a uh like a, a Jackson Pollock and just like painting the canvas just over the body yeah, or am I which one are you getting pregnant and which one are you not like getting pregnant? Face or mouth. Like like I mean uh, yeah. I'm I'm an artist, Jared. I'm an artist. <laughs> These things matter to me. I Aaron, I'm with you. I I I, I think there's there's levels to it, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, who are you getting pregnant? Oh, who are you just having? You know. You know. I'm gonna go ahead and like... get. I'm gonna go ahead and 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 not pull out of Margot Robbie. Just something about like maybe her being Australian. Our kids would be tough or something. The kid would be tough. You know. <laughs> maybe I get a trip down there every now and then. You know. Get some property in Australia. Get some property. Get, you know. Probably get my life ended by one of them damn birds out there to kill me. <laughs> Birds, bugs, lizards, anything, <laughs> everything that was out there. Uh, you can take a note in this, dude. It's not like <laughs> sex, marry, or kill. I go with what? No, no, no. It was Trump, marry, kill. What? That still don't make sense. It does, because Trump fucks you no matter what. It's the whole point. <laughs> so, how, how do you say it, Tim? Is is pull out? Is. Staying in, pull it, staying in, pulling out, or ten foot pull. Okay, okay. <laughs> can, I get, can I get the person that I choose to stay in to call me the N word? <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, that's your, a, that's your own your relationship, y'all. Starting after that baby is. <laughs> yeah. that, see now that might change things. So I don't think one Australian accent N word would be the same. <laughs> I so am. Michelle Pfeiffer is getting just painted. <laughs> yeah, Jackson Pollock pulling out the pain. Just a smattering. Yeah, just. Hey, do you think you're going to try and get, gonna try, try and get a grant to do a, a mural? <laughs> do some muraling. Come on. We need supplies. Pineapple juice, coconut milk, and a bunch of. And a bag of hymns. <laughs> and a, a pallet of hymns. <laughs> All right, I think I gotta I gotta call it a night. I think we na- I think we got the name of our episode though. <laughs> Staying in pulling out ten football. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hate to see what Jared thinks. <laughs>